You're listening to DraftKings Network. Dare scared me so much uh, that they said that sometimes some people, when if they if they do cocaine, they die the first time they try it. So I've never tried it because I didn't want that to have to be the way my parents told people I died. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> yeah, maybe we don't include the part. Oh, no. that's got to be included. Welcome to Oddball. I'm Amin Hassan, and joining me as always is Charlotte Wilder from our New York studio. A little bit later, we'll play another game of things that we saw on NBA Reddit and wanted to see the other person react to, so we read it to them and watched their reaction. But first, the headlines. That's right. It's media day, everybody. Look at us. We've got our credentials on. We are grown-ups. We are working press, covering boots on the ground, in person, in the flesh, asking tough questions, getting tough answers right here on Oddball Charlotte. The headline started with your beloved Boston Celtics. They sure did. I mean, and yes, we are real live grown up reporters. Shout out to us. The Boston Celtics over the weekend have added Drew Holiday in a trade with the Blazers that sends Robert Williams III and Malcolm Brogdon to Portland. Yes, that's right. Malcolm Brogdon was still on the team as of this weekend, but last weekend, but now he's not. Uh, In response to losing Williams, Jason Tatum said, this one hurt. My brother right there. Toughest part about this business, appreciate you for everything. Mm. And I just, I have to say, first market smart. Now, now Brogdon and Time Lord, Time Lord, I loved Time Lord. Why are you doing this to us? Why are you doing this to me and Jason? Wasn't it hard enough already? Also, though, Drew, sounds pretty good. So, there's no attachment between you and Brogdon, is there? there? Sorry. I just was trying to be dramatic. I will miss, I will miss Rob Williams, though. The Celtics also signed Wenyan Gabriel from the Lakers, but I don't. Is that a headline? Now you're just telling us things that are happening in Boston. Yeah. Also, like the Swan Boats went out for a ride and people got drunk at an Irish bar. I don't know. Shout out to Wenyan Gabriel, though. At Heat Media Day on Monday, Jimmy Butler continued his new tradition of showing up to Media Day looking absolutely ridiculous. This year, unveiling his new emo look that what do they call they call that a hair drop right when it covers your eye or whatever butler's look featured him with straightened hair and a pair of new piercings one above his eyebrow and one in his nose due to the new look the heat will be changing their name to heat topic get it it's like the place in the mall called hot topic but i've cleverly changed it to heat <laughs> uh-huh. oh look at charlotte yeah look, jimmy's you, not you the look- only one Taking back Sunday, more more like taking back media day. Am I right? Concluding his media availability session, Jimmy Butler screamed, oh, I don't want to even be here anymore. And then he worked on his album. Kevin Durant announced that he would be playing in the 2024 Olympics. I was uh, there when he said it. Yeah, I don't have a joke for this except great. Yeah. And by the way, Devin Booker, too. Oh, confirmed they'll be playing for Team USA in the Olympics. You know who didn't confirm? If he'd be playing for Team USA in the Olympics. Who? 
Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid, when asked, he said his goal is to play in the Olympics, which is awesome. To narrow it down, he wants to play in the Olympics, but he has three options. United States, France, and Cameroon, where he was born. He says it's a tough choice, but I'm probably going to make that decision in the next few days. Now, what would you do? Well, I mean, I know this is one of those times where it's like, you kind of have to shout out options, mm-hmm. right? Like the kid that says, I've narrowed down my schools to Duke, Kentucky, <laughs> North Carolina, and Bowling Green. Right. <laughs> You're Bowling Green. Like, I'm done here. Thank you. Yeah. Same thing with Cameroon. He's down in the USA or France. You play on Team USA, you might win a gold medal. Play for France, you might beat Team USA. Which one is the bigger accomplishment? I don't know. That's for Joel Embiid to decide. We are but onlookers in his ongoing drama. Um, I just, I just love that Cameroon is a tough job. Ooh, 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 ah, ooh, ah. Maybe he, maybe I, he wants to be eliminated in an early round so he can just enjoy I, Paris. I don't think they've even qualified for the Olympics. That's the crazy part. Oh, like, <laughs> just naming know. names at this way. He might as well say he wants to play for oddball in the Olympics. I do. So Olympic committee, if you're out there. Surprising absolutely no one. James Harden did not appear for the 76ers media day. Uh, I can only imagine Daryl Morey's up there in a in his glass office somewhere being like, he's not going to say Daryl Morey is a liar into a microphone today, folks. But the you day is still him, young. <laughs> you got him in a glass office, right? Like a, a glass case of emotion. Like yes. Anchorman. Also, though, yes. Also, though, I did watch Hustle. And so I have the Philadelphia. I have the Sixers training facility like in my head and they're always in a very glass. It's I've also Camden. been there. I've also been there. Yeah, it's in Camden, New Jersey. So Camden's a rough town. Yeah. After a very frustrating offseason for the 76ers, Joel Embiid, speaking of Embiid, tweeted, quote, this offseason was fun. LMAO. Now, hear me out, and I know this is a hot take. I think that might be sarcasm. What? Uh uh-uh. uh. Maybe. Uh uh-uh. I think he might I think he might not mean it. I think he might not no. mean it. He did get married though, so maybe he's just like, Well, that was a great summer. Wow. All right. The Charlotte Hornets have announced the launch of a jersey pass deal with from roll please. YouTuber and social media influencer, Mr. Beast. Mr. Beast's Feastables logo will be featured on the Hornets uniform and media backdrops for news conferences. For those of you who don't know, Mr. Beast has amassed over 350 million combined followers across all social media platforms and is the reason why every child is just a little bit more annoying now than they were five years ago. I don't have to explain it. I have kids. Just know that these are the facts. Mr. Beast's partnership is the first high-profile move of the Hornets' new ownership since the takeover from Michael Jordan in July. I just feel like the NBA saw the NFL marketing the heck out of Taylor Swift and was like, hmm, who's as famous as Taylor Swift? Uh, Mr. Beast. Wait, hold on. Are you saying that... What, what is... Mi- Taylor Swift has a connection with the NFL? <laughs> I well, only if you've been like reading niche blogs. What? Why haven't I heard about this? Because it's all, only Swifties know. Wait, is she like 
doing commercials or like what what yeah she's dating someone mm, yes After i haven't heard well i'm so glad to be the one to tell you i mean you live and you learn <laughs> not to be outdone james dolan will be adding a jd in the straight shot patch on all nick uniforms and children of all ages will be like who Please still, please let me into Madison Square Garden. Yes. Yes. I didn't say that. He said that. Uh, While we're on the topic of the Charlotte Hornets, they announced Saturday that 2021 first round pick Kai Jones will not participate in training camp due to personal reasons. Quote, there is not currently a timetable for his return uh, to the team, the Hornets said in a statement. Now, if you wonder what Kai Jones did for personal reasons, he had a series of really disturbing Instagram lives where he was dancing and uh, claimed that he could beat LeBron James one-on-one and also that uh, he's going to win MVP and Defensive Player of the Year this season. Um, I don't know how to say this in a chill manner, so I'm just going to say that Hi, Jones. I dare you to be great. That's my subtle way. There. Look it up, kids. Oh. I need to get the t-shirt. I have one, actually. Do you? Yeah. Oh, we need to match one day. I've worn it so many times that it's sort of faded, but it is. I do have a, I do have a dare t-shirt. Uh, at Blazers Media Day, new trailblazer DeAndre Ayton said, I bring dominance. My name is Dominaton. And first of all, buddy, everybody knows you can't give yourself a nickname. But this one's so bad that like it might cancel out the rule of not being able to give yourself a nickname. So I really hope it sticks. I kind of want to know if DeAndre Ayton is available. We are hiring writers for Oddball, so... <laughs> That is a great headline joke. Don't, right they there. call me Dominate. Oh, wait. Yeah. That is actually when you say uh-huh. it. Not bad. Yeah. Not Come bad. Come on over. Yeah. we the team over here. Uh, I see your De- DeAndre Ayton media day quote, and I raised you Steve Clifford, who said, this is my 10th year as a head coach, and this is the most talented team I've ever coached. God, that's so depressing. Poor Steve Clifford. This is the best. This is the most talented team you've ever coached. Well, He's been in the league 10 years as a head coach. Just this is the most talented. Well, I mean, I see your Steve Clifford quote, and I raise you this Spencer Dinwiddie quote from Mets Media Day when he said on Nick Claxton, quote, he's going to get 100 million just from doing his job. Even if he shits the bed, he's still going to get 70 to 80 million. And I have two things to say about this. One, you can tell who has a podcast on Media Day now, which players have podcasts. And two, this quote was brought to you by Casper Mattress if you want to shit the bed in comfort. I know every time I evacuate my bowels, it's under the feathery, soft touch of a Casper mattress. Promo also, code oddball. Yeah, also, though, like Casper mattress, if you want to sponsor us, yeah. we're available. <laughs> or if you want me to sh- one of your mattresses. I right, either one. $80 million, that's my quote. All right, well, <laughs> I see all of those quotes, and I raise you another quote. This one's from David Griffin on Media Day said, Zion has hired independent people to help him take care of his body. Quote, this is the first summer Zion has taken his profession seriously in that regard. And, you know, 
again, we are a journalistic outfit here. And so <laughs> I put in some calls. I did the legwork. I, I got out my trusty notepad and my pencil and my hat with my press ticket in there. You know what I did, Charlotte? What? I, I don't secured, like your Zion jokes. I secured never before seen video. Of no, Zion I don't like these. With his people helping him take care of his body. What? This is the hugest news of the offseason. What are you talking about? Media day. Oh, uh, look at that. Like That's a huge team. He's got. They got seven, eight people. They got a crane. What's going on? There's I don't like the I don't like the Zion. I don't like this meme. I'm just look. Hey, we've only got a couple more of these to go before we start playing games, and then I got to retire this bit forever. Okay, great. I look forward to it's it. The last, <laughs> it's one of the last few times, ladies and gentlemen. Perfect. NBA Red. It's next. Have you ever wondered if Chet Holmgren might be a descendant of Abraham Lincoln? Or if a UFC fighter could beat an alien in a fight, you might have not, and that's okay. But Shea Serrano and Jason Concepcion from the Six Trophies podcast have. If you love basketball, and more importantly, if you love fun, you've got to listen to Six Trophies, where Shea and Jason serve up the biggest moments from around the NBA with their brand of unbridled joy, banter, and pop culture side quests. Each week, they hand out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Stuff like the Denzel Washington in Training Day trophy, given out to the player or team having the best week around the NBA. Or the Lauren Hill you might win some dot dot dot, but you just lost one trophy. For the team or player that just can't get it together. Plus a bunch more trophies for all the good, bad, or just plain head-scratching moments around the NBA. This playoff season, you'll want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. All right, folks, you know what time it is. Time for the segment where Amin and I read things to each other from Reddit and discuss it and watch the other person react. Um, Amin, are you ready? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I am. Sort of usually what you say along the same lines. Um, so today we have one. It's about the number 34. And before I read the actual question, which is sort of which this Redditor has phrased in a funny way. Um, do you mm-hmm. have any personal connection to the number 34? Mm, no, 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 no. Okay. I mean, okay. 34, Charles Oakley, that's like what I think of because I grew up a Knicks fan. So for me, Charles Oakley is the name that comes to mind. But Charles Barkley, you know, t- sure. But like nothing like personal, like I fell in the ditch and oh, the, all I could see was the number 34 because it was 34 degrees that day. Celsius, though, because this is one of those weird banks that shows you the temperature in Fahrenheit, but then shows it to you in Celsius in case you're not from here. Like, no, no stories like that. Your mind is just um, an incredible place. Um, well, so this leads into the question. Um, okay. Hakeem Olajuwon. Okay. Hall of Famer. Giannis. Hall of Famer. Shaq. Hall of Famer. Paul Pierce. Hall of Famer. Doc Landale. Continue. What? Did I say it wrong? No, I'm just saying <laughs> you're not seeing anything wrong with this. This is like me saying, okay, uh, I know the Beatles. Um, you know, I know. I mean, this is why this is why this person. Okay, it goes on. Charles Barkley, uh-huh. Charles Oakley, Ray uh-huh. Allen, uh-huh. Elgin Baylor, even 
Wendell Carter Jr. Okay. And also Elgin Baylor wore 34 for like one year. Well, but still. Okay. Um, And then also I realized, you know, one of my Boston heroes, David Ortiz, 34, Mm -hmm. uh, in other sports, Walter Payton Mm -hmm. in football, Brooks Robinson, RIP from the Orioles. Um, And I looked up the numerology of this, I mean. Okay. And according to astrology.com, it says in money and career, the number 34 is a sign of good luck and financial stability. So I don't know if there's something in the universe that these guys sort of gravitated towards or if it's just total coincidence. And the source of that was numerology.com, you say? Astrology.com. 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 My mistake. My mistake. Okay. So uh, there's a simple explanation and then it kind of only goes so far the simple explanation is uh in a lot of amateur ranks basically everywhere Mm -hmm. other than the nba you are limited to what number you can wear uh neither digit can go above five so if you've noticed if you watch like college basketball there's never anyone wearing like 27 yeah or or 17 even and the idea, or or even the number seven, because the idea is that um, when the ref signals to the scores table what the foul is, each one of his hands represents one of the digits. So if it's sort of like word count, yes, a little bit, but <laughs> instead of like, so if number fifteen fouls, it's one five, right? Foul one five, not number six, because there are no number sixes, right? Uh, same thing, two three, right? But never because it was five, you just go five. You would never go, you know, two, three like that. <laughs> this uh, would be 44, funny, <laughs> yeah. Two, three, right? <laughs> so 34 is three, mm-hmm. four, right? Which is mm. th- that that explains some of it. But then why 34? Why aren't there more 35s? There are a lot of 32. Shaq, for instance, like the number 32. Uh, 34, he wore because 32 was retired by la so that's why he wore 34 but his preference was 32 what he wore in orlando what he wore in phoenix right Mm -hmm. so and what he wore in miami so uh why not 31 why is it just reggie miller and a couple other guys i feel like 34 is a nice sounding number it's it there's something 34 feels somehow like a, a I, it feels good i can't put it's, it into words 30 something about 34 is like a nice number so it's sequential right we like counting up we like yes. counting in order also of all the numbers i like it's one of the most famous ones because of 34th street in new york city so mm-hmm. you have you know macy's is there you have madison square garden is on 33rd but really you, you get to 34th yeah, right. street to get there uh and of course there's the movie miracle on 34th street uh, okay. which helps it. So I think all of those things uh, contribute, but is there a reason why? Honestly, for most guys, it's yeah. people copying players That's that they watch to wear 34. It probably, it probably creates like a snowball effect of like, well, this yeah. guy was great, so I'm going to wear that. I'm going to wear that. Um, what was your number growing up playing sports? Ooh, I did a lot. I did I did 19, I did 7, I did, because uh, I was so- playing soccer most of the time. Right. I did 12 in basketball. 12 is yeah. good. Yeah, 12, well, it's because it's my birthday, April oh. 12, so right. that's 
it was nice and easy. It was just like I didn't like I didn't really care that much about numbers. I was just yeah, was whatever. You know, if you ask me what, what do you want to wear, I was like, ooh, seven. I think that's I like seven because like Lamar Odom or something like that. But I didn't I didn't really have attachment to numbers like that. I was I was always like twenty one or eighteen, and those are not <laughs> those are two great numbers. <laughs> like good numbers, <laughs> cool. Okay, um, Legal. and yeah. All right. Well, I think we got to the bottom of it. I mean, I think that that was a great NBA Reddit. Thank you to the person who called 34 a weird ass number. I actually don't think it's that weird, though. Thank, no, what's weird is including Jock Landell and Wendell Carter Jr. <laughs> with that list of names. Yeah, let's see what other people have to say about this. Other Redditors. Did you make this post just to sneak Wendell Carter Jr. in that list? Nah, he made it sneak Jock Landale. Yeah, I like, yeah, I like the idea of the guy picking up a Wendell Carter. Like, what you did? No, right. there's no way you had that list of names and Wendell Carter. Jock uh. Landale's in the club somehow. Like, they didn't, they didn't, they didn't card me. I'm, I'm here. And then someone, someone commented, "I watched a ton of Magic games last season. Carter Jr. is gonna be a beast." So, <laughs> optimism, hope springs eternal. Shout out to the NBA. <laughs> I mean, we never actually talked about the Drew Holiday to the Celtics situation. And as a Celtics fan, I'm trying to like sort through my emotions and figure out everybody seems to think this is an amazing, amazing thing. I think it's great. I'm going to miss Robert Williams. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, look, I I, I was pretty tough on uh, Joe Cronin last week. I said, unless a lot of people yeah. forget this part, unless they, we see what happens with what they do with Drew Holiday. Um, and they did some with Drew Holiday, and I'd be the first to say, look, man, I thought the Celtics way overpaid. And kudos to Joe Cronin and that Portland staff for getting value yeah. for uh, Drew Holiday like that. Two first-round picks, um, one that's top five protected pretty much from Golden State, and the other one's unprotected. And then uh, two rotation, really good NBA players. I mean, Brogdon yeah. was sixth man of the year. And Robert Williams, I mean, for all the injuries and mistimed in the regular season, in the playoffs, he's been so key for the Celtics these last three three seasons, really. So, um, yeah, I, like they, I thought Portland did great from from Boston's perspective. Look, I'm I'm consistent on this. I think a lot of people are excited about Drew Holiday because he's number one. He he was a great player at one point. He's an elite defensive player and and a, a pretty good offensive player at one point, but I think that point is we're past it. Okay. And people like like scrapbooks. They like it's like when Carmelo Anthony went to the Lakers and when Carmelo Anthony went to the Blazers. Like I'm not talking about Carmelo Anthony's career. I'm just telling you right now, Carmelo Anthony is not the guy that you saw in New York and in Denver. And the same thing here. I don't think this is the same Drew Holiday that we saw in New Orleans. Locking up Damian Lillard and and in that playoff series, I think this is an older guy who, um, I I think he's still a very good defensive player, but he's not quite the defensive player he once was. And offensively, I I don't think he's a great decision maker. And I thought that was something that uh, the the Celtics really needed. They needed yeah. a pure point guard, and they still don't have one of those. Yeah, especially too because. Porzingis is just going to be injured all the time. Um, well, I mean, shout out to the Blazers, though. <gasps> $545 is my power bill for the month of September. What? Five hundred and forty. Look, uh, we live in Arizona. Every day oh. was 100 degrees for a goddamn 
120 days in a row, I think we hit triple digits. So, um, yeah, that, mm, well, you know, I'm that's sorry. why. That's and why then I do all these that, Between that and the HOA, uh, oh, come on. That's why you're doing this I'm podcast. Like, you're uh, doing this podcast because you love basketball and you love hosting a show with me and you love, love the name Oddball. I love paying my bills on time as well. Mm-hmm. One one quick thing. Uh, yeah. Do you think Malcolm Brogdon and or Robert Williams are going to end the season in Portland, Charlotte? No, I don't. Yeah. I do not think that they're both going to end the season in Portland. Um, I also think it's hilarious that so many people on our dear close friends on the Levitard show thought Malcolm Brogdon was already traded from the Celtics. Um That's- Bizarre. which is which is behind the scenes information i don't think they said it on air but we were told that and i was like what? this is like the time when i found out that uh bryce harper is not the son of ron harper former nba player wait my do de- you think that in my defense because this it's is a little back- different this is a little no, different no no in my defense that was back then Okay. Uh, it, it was his first home run derby, and they were saying like, and I don't, I don't watch baseball like that anymore. So right. I just, I've only heard Bryce Harper. He's a great player, Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper. Like, okay, oh, yeah, some guy named Bryce Harper. He's probably white. And then it's a home run derby. and said, oh, how great is this? Bryce Harper's dad, Ron Harper, is pitching for him at the home run derby. And I said, okay. his dad's Ron Harper. Oh, now it makes sense. He's a like he's a, a, a son of a pro athlete or whatever. And I was like, wow, I didn't know Bryce Harper was black. That's pretty impressive, whatever. Then I found <laughs> out, no, he is white. And it was just, his dad was just some dude named Ron Harper. And I'm like, I'm sorry. You don't get to say his dad, Ron Harper. It'd be no, like, if, 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 if someone's, you know, someone whose last name Jackson's dad was named Michael Jackson. <laughs> you can't say just casually saying Michael Jackson is out there helping him warm up the, the pipes. Like, no, if it's not Bryce me, Harper. Michael Jackson. might be even whiter than i am so that's a funny mix up he's got a lot of product in his hair that's for sure yeah he sure does (sighs) thanks for for watching oddball I'm tangled up.